One of the first things we want to do when we're looking at things to incorporate into our horse's health program or we're trying to resolve a particular issue is we all want it to be done quickly and we want it to be done permanently. Welcome to this week's episode of Healing Horses with Alicia. This week, I wanted to tackle a really important topic when it comes to formulating effective health programs for your horse. These programs could be intended for prevention, but also recovery in many cases if they're struggling with a health challenge, and that is the topic of plants. Plants for horses is absolutely essential when we're talking about promoting wellness and longevity and helping them recover. One of the reasons mostly is because horses are super vegans and just in the process of domesticating them, we have taken away their freedom of choice. So they don't actually get to choose much of their nutrition. We're trying to do that for them. And I think in a lot of situations, we make a lot of mistakes because we're not horses. Uh, we don't actually know what they need. And I think it's resulted in a lot of confusion out there in the industry too, because we're all trying to figure it out. How do we feed our horses? How do we supplement our horses so that we're giving them the best life and keeping them as healthy as we possibly can? So today I wanted to talk about the benefits of supplementing with plants. But before that, I want to bring to your attention that most of the time when we're talking about including something in our horses program to help them feel better or address a certain challenge, plants usually come last in many cases. One of the reasons they come last is because we attach the word natural to plants and herbs. There's still very much a dichotomy between allopathic medicine, holistic health. And so herbs kind of get shoved to the side a little bit. And for horses, it actually should be the first thing we think about because in the wild, they have so much to choose from. It's how they stay healthy. It's also how they stay looking so good. If you've ever watched the wild horses, they just look good, vital, strong. Um, and a lot of our domestic horses, one of the main reasons that their health starts to decline or fall apart is because they're not getting the nutrition. And there is no other way to replace nutrition sometimes than live forage, but we do the best we can because there's a lot of horses that obviously can't be out on grass full time. Uh, so we have a real challenge on our hands. So one of the first things we want to do when we're looking at things to incorporate into our horse's health program or we're trying to resolve a particular issue is we all want it to be done quickly and we want it to be done permanently. And we want it to be affordable. So is this going to be a lifetime thing? How expensive is this going to be? And we also want to make sure it's safe for our horses. Herbs can offer a lot of this value, no matter what you're trying to tackle. So it's really beneficial for you to learn just a little bit about plants, like just the different herbs, the different properties, and even just to be able to identify them on an ingredient list is going to go a long way to knowing what you're giving them and what you're specifically trying to address with them as well. So in an effort sometimes to get those quick results and make sure that it's affordable, we go for the medication route. And that's just a very common thing. And sometimes it's required for sure. Every situation is different. And while I'm not a veterinarian and I don't prescribe or give medication advice, I do know that herbs can offer a lot of value just because our horses are so deprived from the natural nutrition they would normally get. And a lot of these plants have a lot of medicinal value to them as well. 
Sometimes we don't know how to pick our herbs. We don't know how to pick the supplements for the particular issue that we're trying to address. And so sometimes it can be just a lack of knowledge. That's why we don't think of doing this first. But there are a lot of natural options that I think sometimes people don't give enough credit to based on how beneficial they can be. They can be hugely beneficial for horses. And I also think sometimes we don't trust our horses enough with making their own nutrition choices because we have taken on that responsibility for ourselves, especially if we have horses on dry lots and 100% hay diets because they can't handle grass, they can't be out on pasture, you don't have access to pasture, then it really falls on our shoulders to make sure they're getting the right nutrition. And when we're doing our best and their health still isn't where we want it to be, it can lead to a lot of frustration and confusion. So The more you learn about your options, the more you're aware of what other things you can be um, adding to their diet, the better. And this is where I think plants can offer tremendous benefit when you're looking for supplements to provide or looking for ways to improve their health. Look for plants first. Um, So today I'm going to go over three reasons to include them. I probably just talked about a few of them, but we're going to go into detail about that just so you have more of context when you're deciding how to move forward with your health programs. Much of what we do with our health programs and adding new nutrition isn't actually whole food. We're choosing supplements that are often synthetic. They're formulated. They're pelleted. There's a lot of other byproducts and preservatives and fillers in there uh, that sometimes can do our horses a disservice. So when we think about trying to address horse health challenges, we also have to be aware of the horse and how they're designed and what they're intended to eat, and that is plants. So if a horse had their way, they would be out in the wild, moving all day long, socializing with their friends, being in a herd, doing all the things required for survival, and they would be eating a ton of different forage all day long. And that's one of the things we have taken away from them in the nutrition category. If we think about adding plants or herbs into their diet, They really provide a variety that domestication has taken away from them. So in their natural environment, uh, they live on plants and forage, and they are more connected to the outdoor environment, as I mentioned before, than I think we give them credit for. I think they know exactly what they need to heal and what they need to be healthy. They just don't have that choice. So we can help them a little bit here by just choosing appropriate herbs and plants to add into their diet. I think they're masters at being able to select the right plants when they need them for good health, strength, vitality, um, and and lots of healing too. Um, Lots of these plants have a lot of medicinal properties that can do a lot for them, which I'll get into in a little bit. They not only eat plants for palpability and calories, meaning, you know, they're not just looking for macronutrients, but they actually depend on them for survival, you know, in their natural environment. So a horse's ability to choose from a wide variety of plants, grasses, leaves, roots, bark, and berries in their natural environment is really critical to their health and well-being. And so if we look at the incidence of health problems we're seeing out there in the domesticated world, this is a big reason for it. They're just not getting the things that they normally would have access to. And for the domesticated horse, nutrient deficiencies are one of the leading causes of equine health conditions. And so if they're not getting the nutrition, and more importantly, it's not just that they're not getting it because there's a lot of different supplements out there with a lot of different minerals and vitamins and other 
nutrients to help them. It's just that a lot of these horses have become so compromised digestively that they're not even absorbing them. So, and that also comes from imbalanced diets and excess toxicity in their diet and lifestyle as well, which also depletes nutrients. So, sometimes it's not just about we're not giving them enough. It's that we are giving them enough. They're just not able to utilize it. And that is has become a really big issue that I'm seeing a lot of. So despite the best efforts put forth by equine nutritionists, practitioners, and feed manufacturers to ensure they're getting a balanced diet, a synthetic vitamin and mineral mix and commercial feeds don't even come close uh, to delivering the building blocks of life the way Mother Nature can. And I'll give you some reasons for that as we go on today. But they do a lot more than deliver nutrition. They have a lot of medicinal properties to them. They can help heal and recover from a wide range of health problems. So it's something that I incorporate a lot into my health programs for horses. And sometimes if I think their digestion is so compromised, meaning that I don't even think they're able to get enough out of any supplement. So when I say supplements, I mean single nutrients, then I just go for like food-based, plant-based programs first, because I know they're going to have a healing effect. I know they're going to be able to get more nutrition out of them that way. And then we just start and see how the horse responds and get that healing process going before we start adding in a whole bunch of single nutrients just to help with their nutrient status. Because a lot of these horses, one thing about plants is they don't necessarily correct nutrient deficiencies because they just don't have enough of that particular nutrient. And a good example of that would be, you know, trying to feed enough rose hips to get 5,000 milligrams of ascorbic acid into them. You're going to be feeding way more rose hips than they should be eating probably. So, um, and a horse never stands there and gorges on any one thing, right? They want to, they want variety. So we don't want to use plants to correct nutrient deficiencies in that way, but we can certainly help them start absorbing their nutrition better, making it more bioavailable for them so that when we are ready to supplement individual nutrients, uh, their digestive system is able to do it, break them down and absorb them a little bit better. So in addition to natural nutrition, each herb, so each plant you come across contains a unique combination of compounds that have specific medicinal properties. Compounds such as flavonoids, tannins, cumarins are just examples that don't just maintain good health, but they actually work together to restore good health during times of imbalance or illness. And one thing about these plants is, and this has been proven, If you think about all the pharmaceutical medications that come from plants and have for a very long time, sometimes those plants are more effective. And it's because of the combination of ingredients and the synergy uh, that happens when they're all working together that makes the biggest difference there. The body just has an intelligence that recognizes the energetic pattern in that particular plant. So there are hundreds of compounds found in plants that promote the normal function of every organ and system in the body. And I'm just going to go through a few of those benefits for you. You'll probably see your horse somewhere in here where they can benefit. But a big one, and I use plants a lot for this, is detoxification. I There are very few horses that I see work with or that my students bring into my programs that don't require some level of detoxification, whether it's hindgut detoxification, kidney detox, 
liver detox, blood detox, lymph detox, you know, the, the list goes on. So, and that's just because of the lifestyles, their whole entire lives. It's just the way it happens in the domesticated world for them. You know, if we think about all the worming that we have to do, the chemicals that they're exposed to, not just in their environment and their water and things like that, but also through their food, you know, and we as humans struggle with the same issues. So it's not just about horses, you know, we we live in a much more toxic world. And so a lot of these horses, when they reach the age of 15, 16 years old, or upwards of 20, they do require detoxification. There's just a lot of toxicity that hasn't been cleared. Another big area that I use herbs for is inflammation. Inflammation can be caused by a lot of different things. Um, so it's always important to identify what's causing the inflammation as well. But you can use herbs to help kind of take down those inflammatory responses and to help the immune system there. And if they don't work, it's because the underlying cause hasn't been addressed. There could be a food allergy there or an intolerance. It could be if you're talking about inflammation of the feet, it could be trim. There can be a lot of other reasons for inflammation, but you can use some plants to help take the edge off that for sure. We can use them to help strengthen the musculoskeletal system. We can use them to help fight infections. So just immune support, just helping the immune system battle off infections. We can also use them to help discourage parasites, although it's an important point to make that herbs don't kill parasites. In some cases, maybe the odd person has a good experience with herbs, you know, reducing fecal counts and things like that. But we've done a lot of testing over the years, kind of watching the fecals and trying different ways of addressing it. And herbs in general are not the answer. You definitely want to make sure that you are addressing parasites with a proper deworming program, which involves a chemical because the herbs just often aren't strong enough. But you can use them to help set up a healthy terrain. Healthy terrain means that parasites are going to be less likely to want to live there and they're going to be, you know, less likely to want to reproduce it there too. So and stay there. So you can use them to help set up a healthier microbiome or intestinal immune system. I use a lot of plants to help promote healthy digestion, especially when I know that they're not absorbing their food very, they're not absorbing the nutrition out of their food very well. You can also use them, as I mentioned, to help encourage absorption. So if a horse's digestive system is so broken down, and this could be from a history of ulcers or colic, or they've just like poor feeding practices where they've just been on toxic diets to the point where their liver is super sluggish and it's not metabolizing very well, you can definitely use plants to improve nutrient absorption. And balance hormones is another one. So I use plants a lot for balancing hormones, not just for mares, but also you can do that for, you know, study geldings as well. But what I'm thinking about here is all the PPID, right? Like you can use herbs to your advantage here to help support the pituitary gland and ACTH levels and thyroid adrenal glands um, are the top three glands that usually tip over with horses. So you can definitely uh, support all of those processes just using things that are most natural to the horse. And there isn't a natural remedy on earth that horses understand and respond to better than plants. Homeopathy might be a close second because horses are so vibrational. Energy medicine just really, really works well for them. 
If you are ready to dive into the world of holistic horse health and all it has to offer, I invite you to join me for my 12-week online signature program, Healing Horses Their Way. This program only runs once per year, and I'm excited to announce the doors are now open to welcome the class of 2024. Registration is now open. Inside, you'll learn how to formulate natural health programs using diet, lifestyle, single nutrients, herbs, and homeopathic remedies. And this course will also empower you with the tools and confidence you need to make informed decisions and take charge of your horse's health. If you want to learn more or you're ready to register, you can look in the show notes for the links. There's one link that will take you to a page to learn more about the program and how it's run. And the other link is just to get registered right away. I can't wait to welcome you. Another important reason are that side effects are rare. So this is about safety. Uh, Whenever we're supplementing our horses with something, we really want to make sure that they're safe for horses to use. And plants, it just doesn't get much safer than that. You know, you really want to make sure that we are providing them with things that their bodies understand and improve on. So another important to make here is if you get your horse started on a particular plant or herbal blend, make sure it's working. Like you want to see improvement. If you're not seeing improvement, you definitely need to get to the bottom of the underlying cause because there's just something there that's not getting addressed. So herbs provide horses with all the building blocks of life, including vitamins, minerals, and essential fatty acids, while at the same time providing the perfect combination of the planet's most powerfully naturally derived compounds to stimulate and encourage healing. Unfortunately, the high demand for a quick fix, so we're all looking for that supplement that's going to fix a problem for us. Uh, Too many of the symptoms we see in our horses has led many of these medicinal plant constituents to be isolated synthesized and manufactured as pharmaceutical drugs. So another important little fact here is approximately, and this percentage might be skewed now, this was a while ago that I found it, but approximately 25% of the drugs sold in America are derived from plants. And what science has done is just found a particular constituent in there that has the right chemical properties to change the biochemistry in either the human, the horse, the dog, whatever species you're working with. And then they take it, they isolate it, they scale it up, and they use that to alter the chemistry of the body in a favorable direction to alleviate symptoms. That's that's what pharmaceutical drugs are all about. You can still get there with using plants. It's just not going to be as potent. And so in that way, it's just a lot safer because you're not taking these isolated compounds and overdoing it. You're not overdosing them with one particular chemical. So once the desirable properties of a plant-based compound are identified, scientists can then work to synthesize and manufacture it to be pharmaceutical grade. But there is a problem with this, and I'm just going to go over the differences between. And one of the most common questions I get is, can I use this plant to get my horse off this drug? I can't give you medication advice. You have to talk to your veterinarian about that. They are trained, they're experts in prescribing medication, they also should know about all the contraindications. So you have to leave that up to them to do. But I can tell you that it's never a good idea, in my opinion, to be mixing them because a lot of them have opposing actions for starters. So some of them will cancel each other out. And sometimes you're overstimulating. There is nothing that is going to be stronger than a pharmaceutical grade medication. There just isn't. I can't mitigate side effects with plants or nutrients in most cases either. 
So that's just a conversation you have to have with your primary care provider and, and coming up with a plan that makes sense. But when it comes to medicinal plants compared to pharmaceutical drugs, it's just a very different paradigm. So with medicinal plants, we're really always trying to get to the underlying cause, whether that's toxicity, whether it's stress that can be physical, emotional, or mental stress sometimes or nutrient deficiencies. So we're using, we want to use plants to address one of those three. And there's a lot of different sort of subheadings under those, but that's just to keep it simple, the top three underlying causes of disease, whereas the medications are treating symptoms. So we just want the horse to be more comfortable. We want to provide relief and we want to do that quickly. It's not the same as addressing the issue that got them there in the first place. And so right away, we have sort of a contraindication there, right? Like it's kind of in conflict between those two options. When it comes to plants, there's hundreds of other ingredients in the same plant that are all working together to restore better health. Whereas I mentioned in a medication, it's a single isolated constituent, which is intended for one property, right? Like it's based on one property to resolve one symptom. So that isn't a holistic mindset, right? That's not a holistic approach. We don't want to just go for that one symptom. I want to see the whole horse improve. I want to see all the issues or imbalances that the horse has been struggling with gradually disappear. Sometimes it happens quicker, but you know, over time, we want to see that happening, whether it's a healthier hair coat, more energy, less weeping of the eyes, less discharge, less inflammation in the body less coughing, less prone to allergies and getting colds. I want to see general and gradual improvement over time. Like that is the idea of better health. Another difference is that side effects are rare and mild. So I talked about that. And with pharmaceutical drugs, because they're so potent, because it's just one ingredient, they can be serious. In a lot of cases, they can be serious if you overdo it. So another reason why your veterinarian is licensed to do that. Another difference between them is that the medicinal plants provides natural nutrition. So we already discussed that. They're just more bioavailable. The horse knows what to do with them. Whereas in the medications, they deplete nutrients. They actually, the body uses nutrients in every detoxification process. You can't get away from it. So in an effort to metabolize a lot of these drugs and eliminate the byproducts, it requires certain nutrients to do that. So there's nutrient deficiencies that go with every medication, and you can look all those up. They should be available online in the journals, but they do deplete nutrients by impeding absorption and using nutrients to metabolize them. So whenever you are medicating, you want to make sure that their nutrition level is a little bit better than it normally would be. So when we dose horses with one isolated plant compound in concentrated amounts, it can drastically change its action in the body as well as its efficacy. And this can result in unwanted side effects, toxicity, and nutrient deficiencies. It has even been shown that some plant constituents significantly lose their efficacy when isolated and consumed on their own which I think is pretty interesting. And I don't think we really have a reason for that scientifically. It's just an observation. And I had one healer say to me one time, and I, I'll never forget this because it really made sense to me. And, and the first thing I thought about was the horses, is that plants are carriers of light because they're out there using photosynthesis all day long. They're in 
the sunlight, which is a form of energy, and they are carriers of light and they do have a lot of healing power, especially for horses. And I've seen horses on dried herb and 100% hay diets. And the one thing that has helped them the most is by giving them some time to forage on live grasses and plants. And of course, that has to be based on the situation, how long and whereabouts they're foraging. But sometimes the best thing for them is just to go get live forage. Hay is dead, right? Like it's not live out of the ground. So there's a lot of differences energetically uh, just in that aspect. So in other words, they require their plant counterparts to deliver maximum benefit. That means all the ingredients work together. Every constituent in the whole plant works synergistically with each other. And this is what reduces side effects and eliminates the potential for toxicity and nutrient deficiencies. So that's just a really big difference. So for those of you that are wanting to use plants instead of medication, I would advise you just to talk to your veterinarian if your horse is already on medication and just see what the options are there because I don't recommend doing the two of them together. I just think that they're it's in opposition. They work way differently in the body. And also you want to make sure that you have a clear understanding of what you're actually doing with the plants that you're using in the body. Like what are you supporting? What are you trying to address? What are you trying to balance out? So that's what I really had for you today. So just in summary here, the top three reasons to incorporate herbs and plants into your horse's program no matter what issue they're working with is one, they provide the food variety that domestication has taken away from them. Number two, they help them heal and recover from a wide range of health problems. And number three, side effects are rare. So they're definitely safe to use for horses. Just in this, as an aside for that, when you're looking for supplements and herbs on the shelf now, I can't speak for other countries, but in Canada, Health Canada is now in the midst of regulating all of those supplements for horses. And so you can definitely look on the bag to make sure that the Health Canada stamp is on there. And it does require the companies to put if there's any contraindications. So for instance, if a herb isn't recommended for pregnant or lactating mares, it should say that. If it's not intended with other things, it should say that as well. So they all should have numbers that go with them if they're licensed uh, to sell in Canada and they're safe. But most of the time, most plants are safe for horses. The, the only time you run into trouble sometimes, and what I'm thinking about here is clover, it's just a good example, is if horses don't have enough variety and that's all they've kind of got in their pasture and also the sugar levels, right? So some horses just love to go after that clover. Uh, so just making sure that they have variety will sometimes mitigate that a little bit for you. And of course, there's always some horses that are going to be more sensitive to things than others. It doesn't mean it's a bad or toxic plant sometimes. It just means that that horse has a sensitivity that you need to be aware of um, and just be a little extra cautious when you're dosing these things. Next week, I'm going to go over a particular plant or herb just to give you a bit of an example about that. And then hopefully I'll be able to pepper more in as we go with different episodes. 